Good evening and welcome to NUFC Matters with me, Steve Wraith, and welcome to the five minute rant where we give you, the viewer, an opportunity to come on and have a chat with me, Pete and Chris uh, each week and we'll be discussing whatever you want to discuss, not what we want to discuss. So it's uh, it's not tried and it's not tested. We've got no idea what people are going to come on and talk about. We have had a few inboxes from people who've said they would like to come on and uh, we're not going to waste any time with this, lads. Um, we're just going to go straight into it. So Pete, Chris, are you both ready? Yep, let's do it. Okay, it's good evening to James. James, Hello. how are you, how mate? You I'm good. good. How are you? Good stuff. Mm-hmm. You're the first man to do it. Uh, so welcome to the show uh, and good to have you on. You've got five minutes um, to talk about whatever you want to talk about. It can be, you know, it can be Newcastle United. It can be anything to do with charity. It can be you know, whatever you want. You you name it. it it's, it's wide open. So over to you, James. Uh, I'll start your five minutes now. Right. Thanks for having me on. Cheers, Steve. Hello, Pete. Hello, Chris. Thank yeah, I'm going to try and be a bit, even though this is meant to be about a rant and stuff, I want to be a bit more positive. I'm actually, um, I'm holding a raffle at the moment for West End Food Bank in Newcastle. And uh, we did one just before Christmas, managed to raise £360 just over Twitter. This time, I'm aiming for six to 700 minimum. Uh, with the, my stars are set on 1000 right? But I can do it with the help of people watching and everybody else. So, basically... The food bank need more money than ever at a time like uh, where we are now. I've gone around and I've contacted hundreds, literally hundreds of companies just seeing if they can help us out and donate prizes. And I've been overwhelmed with the response that I've had. Um, it's good and bad, though, because I've got so many prizes now that I need to sell more tickets or else the delivery charge of all these prizes are going to get taken up. It's going to take all the donations. So I'm going to play like if anybody wants to buy a ticket, after this video, I'm doing a live video where I go through and I show you the prizes in detail, okay? And prize, then the ticket price will go up. It's At the moment, it's an early bid price of £4 per raffle ticket, okay? And then 100% of proceeds are going to West End Food Bank, okay? 100%. So I'm not getting any financial thing from this. So if you can help out, what I want you to do is just buy some tickets. And if not, retweet or share any of the content that goes alongside this to help get people up for it, okay? So... You chaps might know Generation Game. This is going to be like a quick episode of Generation Game. I'm going to show you all the prizes that are up for grabs, okay? Firstly, we've got A3 print, Alanson Maximan poster, okay? Courtesy of Poster World. They also sent a Alan Shearer, number nine, A3 print poster. Get yourself one of those in a frame. Pete, you're nodding. You look like you want one of those. Definitely. <laughs> Four quid a ticket, mate. Four quid a ticket. This, this is from this is from a guy that lives uh, further down south. He must have spent a fortune shipping this, made of wood. St. James's, you can't even get it on the screen. St. James's Park, road sign. Look at that. 50 quid oh. to buy one of these. That's one of the prizes. Donated in. One of the owners, owners of a company called Tokyo Time, uh, which is a clothing company, has sent me clothes. So there's a Tokyo Time hat. Took your time, face masks, okay? That's 50 quids worth of prizes. That's one prize. Bear with me one second. I'm getting excited. <laughs> right. We've got Kevin Keegan mug. That's a prize. 15 quid. Four quid nice. a ticket. That's a prize. NUFC, can you hear me? Yep, yep. NUFC, NUFC face masks. They're prizes. This, 
this is a uh, well the company sent me one of these just for doing what i'm doing and it's a personalized one but this is a, a entertain as mug uh, so it's got some entertain as players on there there's three of these so there's three prizes look here we've got a another poster sunderland uh, one newcastle united five i'm sure we all remember this Another poster. Yes, get in. You want this, don't you? <laughs> Love it. Next. Love it. This is the money maker we've got. Actually, we've also got Magpie Kit. I don't know if any of you guys have heard of Magpie Kit. Uh, MagpieKit.co.uk. They got in touch and said, look, you can have a 15 quid voucher. So if you uh, go on their website, they do shirts starting from 1499 Uh So you can pick any shirt or you can put it towards something else. So that's another prize. We also have, so Man of the Match Football that are on Twitter donated these posters, okay? They already look class. That's an entertainer's one, and that's mm. a Shearer one. I tweeted Alan Shearer, and I cannot believe he got back to me, okay? And I, he gave me his address, which I'm not going to share, and uh, I've posted them off in that, if you can see. These are legit Alan Shearer signatures. Fantastic. Signed, signed both of them and sent them back. So absolutely over the moon with that. And Steve... You great, uh, generously offered to send a signed book, so we're going to have one of those as a prize. Yeah, we've got a signed book going to you, and uh, QTech John is going to send you some stuff as well. Um, so I've got your address, mate, so don't worry about that. We'll send oh, some stuff down for you as well, so mate. you'll probably get some uh, special NUFC Matters merchandise. You've got one minute left. Right, brilliant. That's it. £4 per ticket at the moment, and then we're going to go up in price. PayPal or bank transfer. In terms of a rant, I've absolutely... For the last four or five games, I've noticed that every time Newcastle United get a throw in, they can't seem to, they don't find space. There's a lack of belief. I don't know where it's coming from. I'm absolutely sick of it. Steve Bruce should be training those. I think Rafa or another manager that's actually a manager would have them training every single day, making sure they don't do that. So that's it. That's about as negative as I'm going to be. Thank you for having me on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Please get me on Twitter. You can get your tickets and we'll actually help the food bank and you can win yourself some mint prizes. You can catch James at James in Extra. I've just stuck it in the chat. Uh, that's it. You. That that's it. Um, hold on. There it is there. That's it, James. That's it. Your time is literally up now. At James in Extra, that's where you can find him. You can also yeah. find him. I've also posted a link to his YouTube channel. Give him a subscription. He's got a YouTube channel there. And what I like about his Twitter bio, it says, a positive Newcastle United fan. Wow. Uh, that is pos that is that is a hard person to find at the best of times. Yeah. James, thanks for being the first man on. Cheers, Good thanks, man. Thanks, thanks, Take care. Good luck with your raffle. Take Stop, care. Man. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. Now that was a great start. And I think what we have introduced to this show, something we don't have on other shows. If we enjoy it, lads, did you enjoy that one? Absolutely. Okay, here we go. Fantastic. He gets two round of applause because it's for charity. Anyway, next up, it's Andy. Good evening, Andy. Hey, doing, lads? You're right. Very good, mate. Hi, Very good. Andy, what do you want to talk about? We're going to start your five minutes now. Probably nothing different to all of the people have said, really. But, like, <clears throat> when we played Arsenal in the FA Cup, Andy Carroll, Andy Carroll was unplayable apart from his finishing. And then he subbed him off. I thought I was resting him for Sheffield United. And then we played Sheffield United. And we met him up like Spain in 2010. And I couldn't believe it. But then he'd done it against Brighton and Alva as well. How many months ago? We met them look like they playing tic tac around us as well. And it's like, 
What? Why do we keep supporting them? At, at what point? <laughs> at what point do you go? Oh, I've had enough of football. I can't blast for football. <laughs> but normally, you have a dream. Like I've supported Newcastle for like twenty odd years, and you have a dream of winning things. But no, it's like. It looks like we've been conned out of a takeover. It looks like. You know, we don't know the facts, but it looks like it. So then that dream's gone. And and they've been playing football and, and, and we're making teams like Brighton, not like them playing Tick Attacker and Sheffield United. And it's like. <sighs> Mark Hughes has come out today saying he wants. He's ready for a new job. So if we sack Steve Bruce, are we going to get Mark Hughes? <laughs> I mean, at, 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 what, at, at what point do we do. Oh, F this, I've had enough of football. But, you know, it's like, I, I can't be asked. And then you go on Twitter and you, you see Keith um, at the Newcastle Consortium um, doing all his hard work and that. And it's 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 a phenomenal effort. And then you see people all criticising him in there. And you're like, fuck me. Just, what what do the fans, what do they want? He's doing his best effort. He's put all his money into it. You've got fans criticising him over him, so they put fuck all into it. And then and then criticising him. It's like if somebody is doing something that benefits me, I appreciate it. But then you get all these Mongols being negative about it, and it's like, what are you doing it for? Do you know what I mean? But Steve Bruce, Steve Bruce just absolutely kills me off. I mean, I used to look, I used to wake up on a Saturday morning. Thinking, fucking hell, yes, it's, oh, I can't wait for, I can't wait for today, oh, football, 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 football. But now I wake up on a Saturday and I'm like, <sighs> I mean, God, it's, I can't even be asked for it anymore. I prefer watching England now. I prefer watching people like Jordan Pickford getting picked, even though he's playing shit. I mean, it's, how bad is that? Hey, anything else you want to get up your chest you've got two minutes you've you've done a really good run and actually like and i can't disagree with anything you've said mind i couldn't watch england it does that is that is even worse following newcastle's bad enough never mind england as well because they're just as bad 100 percent, mate I, oh, honestly it's, oh, it's steve bruce at newcastle he's like i i know it sounds eccentric but it's like when you watch him for for the full game it's like whacking your head off a wall, non-stop, <laughs> non-stop, non-stop, non-stop. Because there's no difference. And it's like, when we played Sheffield United and you've seen the team, the team, it was like, it was like a meme. It was like an actual meme online. And then you see us perform. And you're like, <sighs> yeah. day. I mean, so depressing. I mean, I grew up loving football. Like, and, just winning the cup, but no, you you can't win the you can't win the the league cup, the Carabao Cup, because Man City take it serious, which is fair play to Pep, because you <laughs> should take every cup serious, shouldn't you? Which is fair play to him. But then you get the Premier League not allowing the takeover, so they're basically saying no, you, your place is down there. And it's like Steve, Br- they must be laughing at Steve Bruce. That they must be like, they must not want to stop the football because of the pandemic now. Because if they allow it to carry on, it gives Newcastle an extra chance of relegation, which could mean that the consortium, you know, don't want us. So is that in their plans to allow that? To, if if they delay, if they don't, um, you know, if they don't delay the Premier League now, it gives the, um, the takeover more chance to happen. 
Well, if they're allowed to carry on, they've got more chance in the takeover not happening. So is Ali in their minds? You just don't yeah. know. You don't, mate. You don't. 30 seconds left. Anything else, Andy? No, just to say, I mean... I mean, you could be here forever, couldn't you, really, if you're honest, but... Thanks for having me on. I appreciate. I do. I do like. I, I like being on here. I, I always watch the shows, mate. They're brilliant, to be honest. Uh, the, 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 I don't. I to give down on Twitter. I only watch NUFC matters and Coronation Street. <laughs> oh, that's. I remember that. I remember that comment. Yeah, I. I got yeah. some stick for. I got some stick for watching Coronation Street, mate. But uh, me, me ambitions to be in it one day. You never know, mate. You never know. But Andy, that's the end of your time, mate. Thanks very much. Keep up. Uh, keep up your spirits, mate. And thanks for your rant tonight. All the best, fellas. Take, take care, mate. Take well, care, well. mate. Got to agree with his points, I suppose. Again, uh, you know, that's the first proper rant we've had and uh, an enjoyable one at that there, uh, Pete. I thought he made some really good points as well. Um, uh, some points about Bruce, some points about the, the takeover, particularly the one with regards to um, them stalling it. I think that's quite an interesting one with regards to our position at the moment in the league. So, yeah, I thought, I thought it was good. Chris, what did you make about his points about England? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Steve. I, I admit, it might be it might be a Liverpool thing as well, but I've got no time for England whatsoever. So when he mentioned England and then Pickford, I was just like, oh. But um, no, he, he made some really good points, and I thought he could, he, you know, he put them across really well. No, it was, it was a good, good one. Good to have him on, and anybody who watches Coronation Street is all right by me. On to the next one. It's Wilfred. How are you, Wilfred? I'm good. How you doing, Wilfred? You're a face. You're a face that I recognise off Twitter. You're somebody who's often active on there in a very positive manner. So, uh, and I know in the past we've uh, we've spoken about you potentially coming on. So it's good to see you take the jump at last. Great to have you on, mate. Um, your five minutes starts now. Right, I hit Steve Bruce. What more can I say? <laughs> I mean, it's a hit is a strong word to say, but I don't know any other word. How can you go and get a manager from Aston Villa, a guy that was kicked out of a championship club, going to relegation, immediately after he was sacked, the new manager got them to premiership. What does that tell you? Rubbish. Absolute rubbish. It was the saddest day of my life losing Benitez and replacing it with Bruce. It's like replacing a Rolls Royce with a Volkswagen. Can you imagine that? Or a ladder. It's absolutely ridiculous. I've said it from day one on Twitter. If anybody reads my Twitter, that Steve Bruce would take us down. He's not a good manager. In Hull, it was rubbish. In Birmingham, it was rubbish. In Crystal Palace, it was rubbish. Yeah, he's a Jody, but we don't need a, you know, Jody that is a failure. So, at the moment, I'm just so sad. My son is not happy about it. We don't even want to. Well, I keep watching. I say I'm gonna. I'm not gonna watch it. But you know, when you love a club. Like I do, I've been supporting Newcastle 26 years. It's the only club I know that I love. Steve Bruce is rubbish. He needs to go. I don't care if we get relegated. We need somebody new. You know? So all I just want to say is Steve Bruce out. He's not going to improve the team. Let me tell you the truth. Give him give him Salah. Give him uh, money. Give him the best players. He hasn't got it. He hasn't got it. He hasn't got it. You know, the intelligence to be a top manager. I don't know why people keep supporting him. You know, this guy is not a good manager. He plays rubbish football. Come on, tell me. What kind of manager would de defend against a team that hasn't won any game all season? Against against Sheffield United. Once you see the team sheet, unanimously, every fan knew they're going to beat us. We all knew we're going to lose that game. 
So for me, Steve Bruce has to go. If we have to go down and build back better, like all these bloody politicians keep saying, I don't even know what I mean, build back be better, whatever. Let's go down and then come back up again. Maybe they're going to even buy us from a championship, you know? So Bruce out, 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 out. No more, no less. That's me, Steve. I, I tell you what, that's a great, it's a great run. You've you've come in two and a half minutes. You've got two and a half minutes left. I mean, do you want to ask Homer Simpson behind you if he wants to manage the team? Well, Homer Simpson would probably do a better job. Homer, prediction. The only thing I keep thinking, I, I'm hoping, I'm wishing, I keep praying. I believe in prayers that this takeover is still going to go ahead. I don't know why I keep believing it. I still believe. Somehow, someday, somewhere, this takeover we we, we we go through. That's the only. That's the only. Uh, the only hope. That is the only thing that keeps me going on every day. When I wake up in the morning, I keep thinking, "Oh, I'm gonna hear a positive news." That's the only thing I'm holding on. And I don't want to believe the takeover is not gonna happen. I don't know how it's gonna happen, when it's gonna happen, but it has to happen. It's the only hope we've got. Ashley doesn't care about us. He doesn't care about the football club. With Ashley, it's going to keep Steve Bruce for the next 10 years. He doesn't care. So, hope the hope we have, which sometimes kills you, well, we're all going to die one day. So, if Newcastle kills me, well, that's it. But I still believe the takeover will happen, and I'll keep praying, I'll keep wishing, hoping that one day the takeover will happen and Benitez will come back. That's me. Okay. Yeah, well, that's fantastic. Um, there's a there's one question for you, Wilfred. It's from Funko Freddy. He says, "Who eats more donuts, Homer Simpson or Steve Bruce?" I think it's Steve Bruce any day. <laughs> any day. That's an allegedly, definitely an allegedly. Wilfred, it's been great. There's it. Wilfred's Twitter handle is there on the screen at Wilfred. Com. Wilfred, been an absolute pleasure, and uh, hope to get you back on at some point again, mate. You take care. Thank you very much. Have a lovely week, everybody. Take care. God bless you, mate. God bless you. Well, that was uh, eventful. I knew we'd get him on the show one day. I didn't expect him tonight, though. That's the beauty of this show. We've got no idea who is coming on at wilfred.com. Uh, please give him a follow on Twitter if you are on that platform. Uh, what did you make of that then, Pete? I loved it. Uh, I loved his passion. Um, you know, Wilfred, I've spoken to him a few times on Twitter. He's a great guy. Um, but the points, uh, the points are valid. And if you don't mind me saying that, I think he makes a really interesting point with regards to fans and, and how he feels about the takeover. It's our only hope. You know, the way we feel now as Newcastle fans, day to day, like game to game, about our club and the way that we're playing and who's in charge. And, you know, we're going into a transfer window looking at loans and not even half decent players that are around for minimal prices. You know, you know that, 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 that has a sinking feeling in my heart. As a Newcastle fan for nearly thirty years, you know, to, to to think is that really our future? It's not going to last. And, and the longer that Ashley's in charge, we will end up getting relegated, whether it's this season or the next. We will go down, and it won't be the miracle of us going back up again. And we will experience that, and we will then just completely fade away. And I think he makes a really good point, Wilfred, in that that the takeover is our only hope. It's our only hope. So, you know, for people that get on the back of Newcastle fans and say, oh, the takeover's dead, why are you still going on about it for? It is our only hope. 
It's our hope that one day we can have an owner that cares about this, that actually, you know, wants to be ambitious and invest in the club. And a new owner, whether whether it's PIF or anybody else, would only have to be ambitious 20, 30% of what we are currently. And you would see it fly up the table. We have to remember, before Mike Ashley, we were regularly, we were regularly in Europe, challenging some of the top teams around Europe. We were the top six. We were the top six. Newcastle United was the top six before we before we got taken over by Mike Ashley. We got sold the dream as a billionaire that he was going to take us to the next stage. He didn't. He actually took us back. We've, we, we've gone backwards. We've gone backwards on roller skates. And this takeover is our hope as fans to give us an opportunity for better times, for better days, to not worry about how many points, how many games it's going to take us to get to 40 points. That is that is us. That is us as fans right now. We are clinging on to this last grain of hope that these guys can get the deal done right in court to allow this takeover to go through. So for people that go out there in a negative to people that are positive about this takeover, that is my point right there, is that that is our only hope. Some of us don't want to just be constantly negative all the time. I hate the fact that I am game to game about Newcastle United. I want to be positive about it. But at the moment, it's just not possible. We want better days for this club and for our city. Because remember, they're investing big money into the city as well as the club if they take over. So allow us to have that hope. If you don't have that hope, fine. But don't put it on other people because you don't share that same hope. Allow fans to have that hope that a better times are, 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 are shortly shortly in the distance. Nice comment from Life Goals for Wilfred, who I know is still watching. Articulate man. Sometimes you get people spitting and shouting and it doesn't feel authentic. Wilfred equals a gentleman and a good fella. Uh, that's a nice comment for you there, Wilfred. Uh, Chris, just a quick one on Wilfred before we bring in Josh and then Richard. Yeah, well, it's hard to follow Pete there because he's absolutely spot on with what he says. I mean, I found, I thought, I thought Wilfred come across really well, same as Andy. Um, I mean, you, you've noticed from the two fans now that have been on talking about Newcastle, it's the same thing. So you're seeing the passion there. I mean, for any you know consortium who are coming in to buy the club, it must be exciting for them because you've got passionate fans there who you know just want better for the club. And you know what? I found myself staring at uh, Wilfred's picture in the background of Homer Simpson, and I was just thinking to myself, would I take him over Steve Bruce right now? And I think I would. I genuinely would. Brilliant. Zubair, I know he can't come on. Uh, Zubair um, can't come on today. He did say he wanted a quick rant. Uh, he says, rant one, we nearly had this takeover. Rant two, Hoffman came in. Rant three, no media coverage. Rant four, if Bruce gets, if Bruce goes, who do we get? It will be a serious kick in the teeth if we got relegated. Good point, Zubair. We'll have to get you on the show one day, mate. Zubair, of course, took part in the uh, Think Before You Tweet campaign uh, DVD. Right, next man on is Josh. Good evening, Josh. Evening. How are we? Very good, mate. How are you? I'm very well, very good. Good, mate. You, as everybody else does on this show, gets five minutes uh, to put your points forward. So on your marks, get set, go. Brilliant. Right, I'm going to actually spread a little bit of positivity about what the club are doing. Well, in particular, the Newcastle United Foundation and the Men's Mental Health Campaign, be a game changer. It is an amazing tool in the North East at the minute and they're doing some incredible work. And I've never been shy in saying they quite literally saved my life. The team that work there are absolutely incredible. 
They are spreading so much positivity around the region. They are supporting so many people around the region, not just in terms of mental health, but they're supporting elderly people in getting out and doing more exercise. They're doing Zoom calls, they're doing Zoom meetings. It's just loads going on with them at the minute. And as I say, the positivity around mental health that they spread is unbelievable. Yep. Okay, Josh. Um, where can people find out about Be A Game Changer? Tell us a bit about that. So the Be A Game Changer campaign is, there's a Facebook group, there's a Twitter page, but their website is nufcfoundation.co.uk and there's a campaign sticker on there that says Be A Game Changer and it gives you all the details of all the help that you can get, what the foundation supply, where you can reach out and it's just a massive community at the minute. I mean, I, I had a hard December myself and I reached out on Twitter yesterday and I had some absolutely incredible feedback from people, including the foundation and including a couple of the players as well, who I've said I won't name, but they, they helped me out a lot. Uh, it's yeah. just a wonderful thing that they're doing. And I know Newcastle get a lot of stick because the football's dreadful, the manager's dreadful and everything around the club is horrendous, which we can all agree on. But to the foundation at another level, and they're just bringing so much positivity to the city, it's unreal. As a fan, it must be, you know, I know what it was like when I worked at the football club, not once, but, you know, twice, obviously working as a fans liaison officer and then working as the, you know, the conduit, the, the fans for, for Rafa. Um, it's amazing just to be involved with a club that you love, Josh, isn't it? It is. It's, it's amazing. I mean, I, I've been really lucky. As I say, I went in as a just nothing really. I just went and along and did their men's support group. And the more I spoke, the more I got involved and the more I shared my story. And I've had so much feedback from people saying how much it's helped and how many people I've reached out to and spoke to about their own mental health. So for me, being able to share my story has, has helped so many people. And it's all through the foundation and the amazing staff they've got. Yeah, you've got out about as well, and you've done uh, podcasts, etc. Tell us a little bit about that, Josh. I have. I've done some work with Gallagher Shots, and I've done some work with Newcastle Fans TV. Uh, we've done a really big feature on men's mental health, which can be found on their channels. Uh, we also did one at St James's Park with Gallagher Shots, which was really a massive briefing to what the campaign is. And I shared my story over there, which is a bit long for this. It's a good, good old chat that one, but. They're just doing some unbelievable work. I mean, I'm never shy in saying that they did literally save my life without the people there and the network they put me in touch with. I would have done something very silly. What advice would you give to you know to somebody who might be watching this tonight who uh, is feeling in a similar you know state of mind, Josh? I'd say reach out, speak out. The best thing I ever did was speak and get advice from people it's not always going to be the advice you want but it's advice that you probably need and the more you can speak out the the stronger you'll find yourself getting and that's what saved me was finding the ability to speak out yeah anything else you want to see josh just steve bruce is inept mike ashley needs to sell the club and we're not going to go forward without getting rid of ashley so he, he's the poison bruce is just the puppet yeah, very well said. And if uh, people want to follow Josh and find out a little bit about him or maybe reach out to him, because I'm sure Josh's uh, DMs will be open for you to, to reach out if, if you need to, at Josh Banyard. It's there on uh, on his name there on the screen. Uh, I'll uh, just let you take that down if you need to. 
please uh, please give them a shout because uh, Josh does a lot of good work like everybody does uh, at the foundation and um, it's just great to have you on Josh and to talk about something as important as that especially during the times that we're living in at this present time definitely it's, it's a major major time at the minute so anyone that needs help as Steve said my DMs are open I've got a lot of stuff I can give to people to put them in touch with the right people and just follow what the foundation are doing because they're doing some really really incredible work Great stuff, Josh. As always, mate, I'm sure we'll be in touch again. It might be worth getting you back on, like you have done with Gallagher Shots and your Castle Fans TV, and maybe doing something a little bit more in-depth about the work that you're doing and uh, get the word out to uh, people far and wide. Definitely, mate. I'm always open. Good stuff, mate. Well, thanks very much for your rant, mate. And uh, we're no going to give you... We're going to get. I didn't give this to... Uh, I didn't give this to Wilfred, but I should have. Yeah, you... There's a round of applause for you, mate, for everything you're doing, mate. Okay? Thank you very much, lads. Have a good night, yeah? Take care, mate. Good night. God bless. Lads, um, I'll start with you this time, Chris. It's always good to uh, to hear positivity and a positive story from the fan base. And uh, we are fully aware of what the foundation do. And to hear, you know, Josh, he had his struggles. Um, you know, he's, he's come through the other side. And um, he's now, you know, doing exactly, you know, the same. He's helping people out. What a brave lad for coming on and saying what he did. I think uh, I think he's come across really well, really well this evening. I'm really glad he's come on because a lot of us can get stuck, you know, in the in the fact that you know this stuff isn't happening well on the pitch and maybe we're not being managed very well, uh, you know, in terms of the ownership and the management. But you know, a lot of a lot of good things connected to Newcastle United are going on, and Josh is a prime example of that. And you know, if that if Josh's message tonight reaches just one person. It's been really worthwhile and coming on. So I'm really pleased he came on. And like I say, hopefully he comes on again in the future because I really enjoyed hearing from him. Pete, same to you, mate. I mean, it's great to have somebody like Josh on. It's a positive story and um, they're doing some great work at the foundation. Fantastic work. It was great to hear, um, you know, Josh's his background and the work that they're doing. But, you know, it just reiterates the point again, you know, the, the stuff that we do outside of the the club, the players, the manager on the pitch is 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 first class. Everything everything other than what happens within the club is absolutely spot on for the club. You know, you know, the fans, the community, everything is amazing. You know, you, you know, look, I'm based in Leicester and and I know they do great things, but not on the level of Newcastle. And you look at other clubs and they just don't do or just don't have the same commitment and support um, to the community like like Newcastle and Newcastle, the city and the club do. The only thing that's missing for us is on the pitch and within the club. And you put that all together and you've got an absolute monster. Um, you've got a monster of a club there that can really, really do the business. So, uh, and, and, you know, in and out, on and off the pitch. So, you know, it's great to hear Josh, fantastic. But I love to hear it, like you said, um, Steve, in more detail for him to come back on and, and have a little bit longer. Um, because, you know, you can never have too many people that are able to reach out to people. It's such a difficult time in another lockdown. People need that support. And, and uh, you know, if Josh can be, can be that one person, then amazing. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, nice comment from Terence. Thanks, mate. He says, Steve, Pete and Chris, excellent job. Punter's given good info about lots of subjects we don't normally think about. Thanks, Terence. On to our next uh, guest. It is Richard. Good evening, Richard. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good to see, good to see yeah, you, Richard. Good. As everybody else gets on this show tonight, you get five minutes to uh, have your rant or have your say. So uh, your five minutes start now. Yeah, so I'll just 
making a load of notes and trying to figure out how I was going to get a rant together. Um, so I'm just going to go off on a tangent here. So first of all, watching the game is painful. It's soul destroying and banking up in backs of in, in lines of ten against Fulham and Sheffield United just isn't what I'm in the game to watch. Um, it's not fun. It's not enjoyable. And along with that comes uh, mass hysteria I've wrote down here. Um, I'm not sure where I got that from. Um, that was, well, Bruce Tellum with that war being hysterical. Um, and it's just, it, go, it goes on and a line with Bruce every time. He's selling the players down the river recently where he's just said that the, the gloves have come off and that they're going to start to feel uncomfortable when they're playing now. Who's been running it for the last 18 months? Who's been deciding these tactics? Who's been telling them where they're playing? Um, I had a friend who's a Sunderland fan come on to us the other day and said um, he'll start to play loads of central midfielders all of the time, like in wing positions. And it happened against Sheffield United. It's just, it, it goes along these these timelines with every club that he gets. Aston Villa, Sunderland, it's all the same. And he comes up with the same comment all of the time and everybody's calling him out on it now. And the only person that doesn't seem to be able to see it is him. Um I worry about the game tomorrow night because he said um, that the gloves are off, so he's going to put his stamp on it. The last time I remember that he put his stamp on it with Newcastle was Leicester away. I think we got beat 5 0 then last season. <laughs> Shocking. Just, and, and you've got that to look forward to. Tomorrow I'm going to be watching the game again because I've, I've obviously got something wrong with us. <laughs> and I just want, I just want 90 minutes of pain. Um, but it, it's just, I know what I'm in for. And it's just totally uninspiring. Um, something else that I picked up on this uh, in the last couple of days was when he said, look at his CV. I can't believe he's actually telling people to look at his CV. He's got two relegations on there. He's got a, a track record of taking teams down this route where the drop-off form and they just can't do anything about it. And I, I, I fear for I really do. And... I worry that, obviously, we're all hoping that this takeover goes through, but I worry that if we leave him in charge, we're going to end up relegated and nobody's going to be interested in a championship club. And it's it's just, it's horrible to think of, but it's the, it's the hope that everybody's clinging on to. But we're being told that it's a work in progress. And you just, I think we're living in a time now where people just think they can say things and just get away with them regardless of truth or not. Um, and I think that Steve Bruce is, is doing that and he's picking up on that and just throwing things out there for the sake of throwing them out there. Um, I also wanted to pick up on pundits as well, uh, in particular uh, Jamie Redknapp, who apparently said this uh, this a couple of days ago, or that uh, it's exactly the same under Bruce as it was under Rafa. Is that from the couple of games that you've watched, Jamie? Because Newcastle fans watch every game, every minute, and if you do watch every game and every minute, you can see the marked difference. Rafa had a plan. The, we, we looked like we would score at times. With Bruce against Sheffield United, we didn't even look like we were going to get up the pitch. We didn't look like we were going to cross the halfway line. And the players just didn't have a clue where they were playing. And apparently they've all been took by surprise by saying, when he said that their couple of players were false number 10s, the dressing room apparently <laughs> reacted with confusion. And what's a false number 10? How was I playing there? And if I was, I didn't know I was. Um, I suppose they're just playing under a false manager, though, as well. Um, 
<laughs> in in terms in terms of signings, um, I don't think we're going to get any this January. And I'm be honest, I don't think we need anybody. I think we need a competent manager to set those players up in a good formation. And I think we'll be fine. But we can't. We just haven't got that. And I can't see that changing anytime soon because of just total short-sightedness and at board level, ownership level, just not looking at the bigger picture and not learning lessons from years ago. And it, it's it's worrying. And I worry that this, this bright new future that we're hoping that we'll all we'll get will all be snatched away. And by by some, just by just fate, it may just be through Bruce. Sorry, I went. I went totally off on a tangent there, and I just you've uh, got 30, you've got thirty seconds left. Anything else you want to say, though, Richard? I thought I'd gone over. Um, no, no, you're all right. You've got thirty seconds. Uh, I just, just wanted to say thanks for letting us on the show. Uh, I've, I've watched it all the time, and I, I really appreciate it. Um, hopefully, back on again sometime soon. Hey, you're always welcome, and uh, I've got to say, Richard, you made some fantastic points, some valid points. You made them very, very well. Um, and again, this is the beauty of this show. We don't know who's coming on. Uh, so- Big round of applause. And I tell you what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you the special one today because we, we often, you, you know, as, as we learn with this show, sometimes people, you know, it's the first time maybe they've done anything like this, the first time they've come on. I'm actually going to give you this. You've definitely been the best yeah. one tonight, mate. Well done, Richard. Yeah. Fantastic, oh, mate. Right. Jackie, Jackie Milburn of tonight, mate. Well done. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Take, Take care. care. Great to have him on. Some great points there, Pete. Wow. And uh, for somebody who's not really used to doing that kind of thing, he, uh, he took it like a, a fish to water. Very good. Some really, really good points um, made about, you know, he's gone from the players to, to Bruce, to the pundits, to the takeover. Um, some really, really good points there. Um, you know, the point about the takeover and and the fact that, you know, it's getting relegated and the worry that we, we won't get taken over if we end up going down. I think that's the thing that really, that was a really, that was a point that, that kind of sat with me because that was my biggest, that was my biggest fear in, in recent weeks when I heard Keith say that. Um, for someone that's involved with that to say, if we go down, Perry will walk away. That, that's a, that was a big concern for me. And to see how we're playing right now, it's making every fan worried, genuinely worried. Um, because, as I've said before, it is that is our, our hope. Um, and also the fact that the players um, were shocked at, um, at his mentions of um, false tens uh, says everything you need to know. I think I talked about it before in that he, you know, he, from week to week, he's just trying to give something different. He's not saying anything in his press conferences with any conviction. And um, the point that he made as well about uh, the fact that no new signings are needed. He's absolutely right. You know, you always want a new signing to fresh up the team. But Oscar the players are good enough to stay in the sleep quite comfortably. Um, and you need a manager to be able to do that. And he is not the man. Yep. Chris, uh, some great points by Richard just before I bring our next guest in. Yeah, he was really good. Do you know what? It felt much longer than five minutes, but in a good way. Like, I could have listened to him for half an hour. I thought he was excellent. And uh, I particularly liked, you know, when he talked about the midfielders and Bruce had played them anywhere across the team. I thought that was that was a really good point. And, um, you know, just touching slightly on the pundit part as well. 
you know, he's absolutely right. You know, Jamie Redknapp coming out with stuff like that. You know, he he, he couldn't lace the, the the boots. You know, of like Jamie Carrigan and Gary Neville. They're just not the knowledge just isn't there. And then I noticed the other night as well. Last thing I'll say, uh, I noticed that Robbie Savage. I think you mentioned it, Steve, a while ago. Robbie Savage was on uh, BBC Radio last night, and he was saying, "Oh, um, you know, come on, Newcastle fans, come online and talk about it." And I thought, this is just what he does, isn't it? It's yeah. he just make stupid comments and then just wants, you know, a fantastic fan base who are passionate, loyal, and he knows will listen because the, you know they don't agree with what he's saying. So it just sums it up, really, doesn't it? It does, mate. It does. Okay, uh, 20 minutes left. If you want to come on, the link is in the uh, description box uh, for the uh, for the link to come on the StreamYard application. Just uh, follow the instructions and uh, you've got about 20 minutes to go. And I just want a big shout out to uh, our sponsors for the StreamYard app. Uh, of course, it's the Old Coach House Distillery and you can visit their website and enter the code OCHD to claim your introductory 10% discount and get the most out of your mindful dry January. Uh, try that gin-esque. It is lovely. And uh, also a big shout out to our regular uh, sponsor, qtechshop.co.uk, makers of pool tables and snooker tables in Walls End in Newcastle. They also make our t-shirts where you can get uh, a nice NUFC Matters t-shirt from newcastlelegends.com or you can buy your Supermat Mo- or your Super Mac t-shirt, also from newcastlelegends.com. And if you like the show, you're a first-time visitor to the channel, please subscribe. Just click that little emblem in the bottom right, uh, and it just says subscribe, and that's it. It's free. And uh, give the video a like by clicking the little red thumb, and uh, if you want to make a comment, make a comment. If you want to share it and share it out to people, then please do. Uh, That just goes on your Twitter, your LinkedIn, or your Facebook. And uh, again, no details are taken off you, so well worth doing. So our next guest... Uh, for his five-minute rant is Daniel Fox. Good evening, Dan. Hello. How are you doing? Hi, mate. Not the first good time you've been on. Recognise the face and uh, good to see you, mate. Um, give us uh, your five-minute rant starting now. Uh, it's just about the um, the negativity and that that NCSL and keeps getting in particular, to be fair. Like, it's um, it's totally unjust. I've, uh, I've met Keith. I've spoken to Keith. I know Keith. Um, done a bit of... Uh, well, helped him out on a few things. And um, just seeing some of the stuff that's out there. I mean, for me, if you don't support something, you don't badger it. You know, it's like your your show, Steve. You know, ninety five percent the trolls on here on out there on Twitter, and that'll be watching the shows. That's how they pick up all the information, and that isn't it. They're just that's what they do. But um, Keith's Keith, you know what I mean. He, if he wants to make a comment on Twitter, that's totally within his rights. If you're badgering someone and um, pretty much online bullying them. The well entitled to, uh, to to respond to be fairly, like, and I think it keeps uh, played it quite well. If, if I'm being honest, like. Okay, mate. Yeah, I mean, you see, you know Keith quite well. We've had him on the show twice now, back-to-back weeks. Uh, record viewing figures for our show, having Keith on the first time round, 12,000. And um, uh, Friday night, I think we had over uh, 1,040 watching at any one time, which, again, is a record-breaking figure. So people out there are clearly interested in what NCSL have got to say. Um, you know, you say Keith's a, a, a sound guy. Um, I've got to ask you the question, because I asked him this. The social media aspect, how do you feel... You know that's gone. Do you think you know? Do you think he should be tweeting people back, or do you think he should just be putting the information out there? Um, hey, it 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 it's it's up to keep what he does. You know what I mean? When when um when I put someone on Twitter, that's down to me. Do you know what I mean? He 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 feels that he likes to engage with. He, well, this is my opinion. He, he'll feel like he likes to 
to want to be able to engage with the fans, whether it's negative or positive. And, and he's not someone to, to try and win people around. You know, you, you either want to be on board or, or you didn't, you know. So um, I, I think he's well within his right to, do, to, to say what he says. Uh, he's a very clever bloke. He's not stupid. And you'll know what he can say and you know what he cannot. Without, like, I've seen people questioning whether it'll affect the legal case and stuff like that. Um, if it was Ghana, I don't think he could be saying what he's saying. So uh, I don't think people have got any any questions on that. Like, fair enough. Anything else you want to say, mate? Yeah, uh, I let's just try and be nice, to everyone. Eh? Well, I want the same end result, and that's to take over. So if anyone's helping someone do something, I mean, you know, you see all these these lovely things on Facebook, Twitter, and stuff like that about people helping people out in desperate times and stuff like that. This is something what I love and all. So why not? Like, if you didn't want to get on board. Didn't spread negativity about it. Just, just let it run its course, you know. And to just, to just don't get involved. It's not needed. And you can find Dan at any Foxy ninety one. Um, great to have you on, mate. Listen, good, right. good point. Everybody can get a chance to come on and put that point across. And I know you, you listen probably listen to what Josh was saying there, Josh Banyard. Um, I know you, you know, you've had your involvement with that kind of thing as well, mate. Yeah, uh, it's a. Uh, it's it's not necessary and stuff like that. Like to be fair, we've, we've all had um, with trolls and stuff like that. Steve, I think we went back to the whole uh, war fund last time round, didn't we? When you were saying I was getting more trolls than you were at the time. Yeah. Um, so I, it, it, it it's unjust. Um, I've started blocking people. What I done a couple of weeks ago, actually, I unblocked everyone. I give everyone everyone a fresh chance. You know, I thought right, I'm gonna just wipe wipe the slate clean and and see. I've done it because of this reason. I've done it because of that reason. You know instead of just blocking people because they didn't agree with us or something like that. If it's PR trolls, then uh, they just get blocked and move on. That's what I try to spread everyone, really. Yeah. Okay, mate. Great stuff. That's your five minutes up. Great to have you on, Dan. Absolutely brilliant, mate. Thanks for making your points. You made them very clear. Thanks very much. And uh, no worries, mate. We'll give you a little little cheer as well. So there you go. Well done. That's good to have Dan on. Uh, we've got a, a few people waiting, so just quickly, uh, Pete, Chris, just Pete, you first. Yeah, I mean, NCSL caused a bit of a, a storm on Twitter um, with, with with us having him on the show two weeks on the trot. Um, you know, what what's your take on that being Chris? Do you know what? I, As you know, Steve, I absolutely love being on this channel and I love, you know, all the content that's put out. And I think... I think it, you know, since obviously Keith's been coming on as well, and I, I fully agree with what Dan's just said. You know, if you don't like it, then just don't follow it, don't engage. However, as as was rightly said, you know, if you poke the target, you're going to expect it to try and bite you. So if you don't want anyone to retaliate and you don't want people coming at you, then don't wind them up. You know, it's it's quite simple, really. You know, there's lots of things I disagree with out there. I just don't engage. I don't follow. I don't watch. I don't listen. I don't read. Uh, I, I don't just purposely go out there and think, right, I'm going to wind these up now. I, I just don't. I just don't think that's the way forward. So I, I, I completely agree with Keith. You know, being able to stand up for himself. Maybe, maybe some people might argue he shouldn't be doing that, but he's a passionate fella. He's doing this on his own. So, you know, just leave him be, as he keeps saying. Just leave me be. Let me do what I do, and let's see what happens. Yeah, quickly on you on that, Pete. Just the same. Yeah, um, look, I've got more sort of detailed opinions on all of that and what's been going on, but we're, that's probably for another time. However, he, he's right, you know, um, he's, 
know, he's already said he's inexperienced on social media, but he's he's got his opinions, and I think what 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 it's been is that he's he, he's been poked a number of times without response, and he just got to the point where he said, "I've had enough," and he's now responding to everybody. Now, whether anybody agrees with that or not is another thing. Now, people have talked about his professionalism and how he responded. Look, he's been open and honest. He's a fan. He is not a professional. Um, in this, in, in, and he's, he's a fan of the club, and he's fighting for this club, um, and he's fighting to be a support to this takeover. Um, and, and nobody really can knock him for that. Whether they agree with it or not is another matter. You know, if they don't agree with it, they have their absolute right to not agree with it and, and his stance and what he said, and that is absolutely fine. Um, but you know, to, to knock him for trying. Um, is is a different matter, but like like Chris said, he's absolutely spot on, and I feel exactly the same. Look, I'm I'm probably slightly different in that I read everything. I read people's opinions against, and I read people's opinions for, because in my opinion, they all matter. However, how people go about it, there's the question mark for me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We've got. Uh, we're going to have to go into extra time tonight, just by about five minutes. We've got three people left to get through. Uh, we're going to bring Mike in next. Good evening, Mike. Hi guys, how are you doing? You all right? Yeah, good to hey, see you, mate. Well. Good to see you. Thanks yeah. for coming. Thanks for coming yeah. on. You've got five minutes, mate, to get your points across. Starting now. All right, mate. It's going to be it's going to be short and sweet. It's just a quick one to say, uh, well done to you guys. Basically, over the last coming up to nine months, what you've been doing, uh, all the different shows you do, it's helped me a lot. Uh, obviously, getting through the lockdown. Uh, obviously, I'm still working, uh, which is good. Um, different shows that you do, brilliant. Uh, the NUFC matters with uh, Steve and Mitch. Absolutely fantastic watching on a Friday. And again, now, do, now that you're doing the, uh, the Match Day Live ones as well, brilliant. Um, there's a saying I've got for this uh, takeover and for all Newcastle fans, and it, it, it goes one in, all in. And that's the way we should be as uh, supporters. Oh, mate, that's great. And thank you for your kind words, mate. That's much appreciated. But you're right. I think fan unity, I mean, people people might not have seen it. We did do a little talking earlier on with uh, the NUFC Trust.co.uk. You can find them there. Um, well worth watching for an hour. I'm not sure if you saw that, mate, but I mean, you know, 16,000 members they've got now. I mean, that's a big, big amount. Um, but do you think we'll ever get all the fans singing from the same hymn sheet? Do you think we'll get everybody under one umbrella? Or do you think that's impossible? I, I think once this takeover goes through, Steve, I think then we're going to see flowers of fruition, you know what I mean? I think everybody's going to get on board. I mean, they're talking about, you've obviously got, we've lost 10,000 season ticket orders at the ground. I mean, we could double we could double the capacity, mate, once this takeover goes through, because it's onward and upwards from there. We'll, we'll have fans coming left, right and centre. We could even be the new manu of, of the Premier League. We'll have fans coming from all over the country supporting us. Yeah, I mean you're right. You're you're right. If we, you know, once we get back to that kind of level, um, I mean the Saudi takeover. It's not for everybody, but is that the one for you, Mike? At the end of the day, somebody's got to come in and take it off Mike Ashley's hands. Um, we've got to give them a chance. If the if the rumours are true that they're looking to invest in the area, uh, which is much needed, if they're looking at building a brand new training complex, um, updating the academy, it's only it's only going to be good news for us fans. Yeah, true. Where do you stand on the Steve Bruce situation? If we get beat off Arsenal tomorrow, do you think Mike Ashley should be, you know, making a decision sooner rather than later? It's not going to be a case of if we lose tomorrow. I think we will lose tomorrow. Um, <laughs> Ashley, if he doesn't get rid of Bruce, he's shooting himself in the foot. I mean, it's going to be hard enough getting a manager in now to keep to, to obviously get the players motivated for the last 
15 odd games what we've got left never mind Steve Bruce doing it I mean I thought his press conference the other day he was just contradictive and everything he said um, he's going to change things around he's going to do it his way I mean what's he been doing in the job for the last 18 months Has somebody been telling him what to do yeah, it was rather worrying, wasn't it? It was a sign of a guy who's suffering, I think, uh, uh, you know, a, a little bit now with, with the pressure. And um, it was a strange, strange thing to say. But um, anything else to say, Mike? No, just uh, again, thank you, lads, for what you are doing. Uh, obviously, I'm a member of the of, of the, uh, of the, the, the NUFC Matters group, will be for life. Um, and hopefully do these against you. They're brilliant. Absolutely oh, brilliant, mate. Thanks, mate. Great to have your support. Great stuff. Thanks to Mike. Mike, thank you very much. Not easy to jump on, but thanks very much, mate. Take care. Good stuff. Good to have him on. Interesting uh, character joined now. God knows who this is, but we'll give it a go. Good evening to Henry Maurice. You want to unmute, Henry? Good evening. When I'm in charge, Newcastle's going to be great again, baby. Anything else to say, Henry? Yes. May, the takeover is going to happen. I'm going to give Steve Bruce, the greatest British manager in history, $150 million to revamp the squad. And Europa League, here we come, baby. <laughs> now, that's funny because Henry Maurice, and again, that wasn't planned, guys. Henry Maurice did this, has done this on one of our shows before. Um, whoever that is, Good luck to him. It could be Henry Maurice. You never know. I made up to uh, I made up to text Luke Edwards and ask him because uh, you know this is getting a bit concerning now. Uh, concerning. We'll see what happens. Anyway, on to the next guy. We've got two two people left. Uh, we are going into extra time. It's good evening to Liam. Hi, Liam. Hi, Steve. How's it going, mate? <laughs> well, I'm all right, mate. After 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 being completely sidelined by Henry Maurice joining me again, um, that is hilarious. Um, you know, there could be two takeovers takeovers on the table. I've completely <laughs> dismissed that idea for, for for months now, but you never know. He keeps he keeps stalking me. Um, what do you want to talk about? You've got five minutes starting now, Liam. Well, it's actually quite uh, convenient that Henry Maurice has just come on talking about how he's got 150 million for the greatest <laughs> British manager, Steve Bruce. Uh, I want to talk about how there are looking like there's going to be no January signings uh, this transfer window for Newcastle United. It's such a frustrating thing seeing other teams around us trying to add a bit of strength to their squad. And, you know, Steve Bruce sort of just pushing away any talks of transfers whatsoever. We need a new right back. I feel like we need a new centre midfielder. You know, Yedlin, I don't think he's good enough for the Premier League anymore. Kraft, he, he's too slow, I think, for the, for the pace that we play going forward. He's an all right defender at the back, but I just think attacking, it's not going to work out for him. Um, you know, Shelby, I've, I've never really been a fan of Shelby ever since he's joined. Well, maybe he's on his debut in, uh, in that lovely goal he scored against Newport. But uh, And I, I even sort of wonder, are the long staffs that good? I feel like it's maybe it's a crime to say, but, uh, you know, you've, you've just got to weigh all these things up. But I think a new right back and a new centre mid is definitely what we need. Um, take over or not, we just we need to invest, and you know it's not exactly Steve Bruce's thing to do to invest, but you can really definitely push it on. You know, I, I understand that it is a bad time in the world financially, and you know it is affecting a lot of clubs. Like Steve, I spoke to you about this yesterday, um, but I feel like a club like us, we can still sort of see we can buy players or loan players. We've got people that can definitely leave. You know, Lazar 
Saive, they can either play or we can sell them or just loan them out. I think the only thing I can actually praise the club for doing this transfer window is actually selling Rolando Arons. He was a talented player when he first joined, but it's clear that he wasn't going to work out. Uh, it wasn't going to work out for him at Newcastle and we've sold him. Fair play. But with that, we need to still loosen up the numbers in the squad because <laughs> we've got a full squad right now. And I think that does sort of come into play with how we're not investing, but why not try and sell people? Why not try and sell people like Saive, who hasn't even played, you know, a dozen games right now? Um, you know, I think it's come to about a million pounds per game that he's played, if you weigh up the amount of money that we paid for him compared to the amount of games that were played. Bruce talks about how he wants to play his way of football. And, I mean, God knows what that is. We'll probably see that against <laughs> tomorrow. But um, why isn't he demanding some funds? Why isn't he demanding some funds to to sort of help him play the way that he plays. He's got the likes of Callum Wilson in, Brian Fraser, a good connection there. People like Alan St. Maximin provide the pace going forward. Why not adapt to that? Why not build on a team like that and start it, you know, from the people up front and play more attacking and just invest? In... But we're not going to go anywhere without any investment in, in January. You know, this transfer window, we should just see the back end of it already. And, you know, I'm worried now that the only way is down for us. Hey, Liam, great points, well put forward. Anything else to say, mate? you still got a minute left. Uh, well, I've gone through that quite quick, haven't I? I you just, have. I just, I think we need to see how Steve Bruce plays tomorrow with this new style of football that he's played. I, I know he said a, a few choice things after the Sheffield United defeat. And I, I'm going to be honest, it was a disgrace. Lee Ryder, I think, summed it up pretty well, saying it was a disgrace, an embarrassment to the club crest. You know, he's not wrong, honestly. But, um... I don't know. We'll just have to see how we play against uh, Arsenal. But for now, I just I'm not feeling very hopeful for the rest of the season, mate. No, me neither, mate. Me neither. Um, anything else to say, mate? Before you get off, uh, you're obviously on Twitter, so at Liam Brusby. If you like what Liam had to say, give him a follow. Uh, build these numbers up. Anything else you want to say, mate? I think that's it from me, Steve. Um, you know, I've I've got me ran over. Um, but, you know, I just I appreciate you doing this, obviously getting people on, just expressing their opinions and that. So, yeah, let's hope the way is up. But for now, I don't know, mate. Yeah, good stuff. Well, you're going to get a round of applause. And because all, all our contributors have been uh, so good tonight, I haven't been able to chance to use my other one. So this one's for Steve Bruce. God, I hope I don't have to use that on a regular basis. Like, but that, uh, my the guy who designs my videos, honestly, he needs shooting at times. Like, that's terrible. Anyway, uh, Liam, thanks very much, mate. We've got one more guest. We've got to move on, but take care. Thank you. No problem, guys. All the best. Cheers. You too, mate. Uh, just before we bring our final guest on, which is our musical act, which I'm hoping I have one on each week. Uh, Pete, what did you make of Liam? I thought he was a rather elegant young lad. Hundred percent. I think he made some really, really good points. Uh, around a lot of things, um, and, and and basically, you know, we are we are drained of any sort of hope uh, of, of us going forward into the season. It's just going further and further down. Um, you know, it's really really interesting. He said, you know, we see some of the other teams around us. That, well, I say around us, um, some of them are not. But um, say for Villa, for example, they're in negotiations with 
Morgan Sanson uh, at Marseille, who, if anyone knows him as a player, he would be ideal for our midfield, uh, and he'd be on a minimum on minimum in terms of transfer budget because he, he you know, because of the, the financial situation in France, and you know, other teams are exploiting that to improve where they already are. Villa are in the top half, and they're looking to improve to get better. And you look around at us, and we, it, you know. It, it, we're just we're just looking at loans of players that are on the fringes that will need five or six games just to get back up to speed and fitness. We knew what happened with Ben Taleb last year, and it's just it just it does it just drains you of hope. You come into January thinking the window's open, there's players available. Who are we going to get without Josh King, without this, that, and the other? And in reality, you just know we're not going to get any of them. Um, so that was the point that really stuck with me. And I agree when you look at other teams that are looking to bring strength and get better, and we're not. Chris, your take on uh, Liam's points? Yeah, he made, he made some really good points. I mean, obviously, you know, we would like to rid of the likes of Cybet and there's a number of other players you can mention, you know, like Atsu, etc. Um, I mean, ideally we could get rid of them, but it, it's quite it's quite difficult to get rid of these kind of players because unfortunately nobody else wants them. January is notoriously a really difficult window. I do think Brusto should have... I agree with the point Liam made, you know, about knocking down the, the owner's door and saying, listen, we need players. But I don't actually think he's capable of doing that. And I don't think he's got the bottle to do it. And that's why I think he's kind of down tools already. Whether he's been told he can't have anyone, I don't know. But he, he does he does really... He's acting like a dead man walking, isn't he? So I, I, I don't think we are going to improve this window. It'd be nice to. And I, I totally agree with Liam. We do need a new right back. We do need a new centre mid. But maybe... That's something that we save for the summer when hopefully we might have a few more quid in our pocket. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, great points as always. A uh, lot of people asking what's going on this week. Yes, we are doing a match day live. Uh, so me, Pete, Chris and the gang will be uh, live tomorrow night, half an hour before kickoff to look at the teams and then talk you through that wonderful match against Arsenal where Newcastle are probably going to get the scudding of their life. Uh, so yes, we will be doing that. So that means that ladies night will be moved to Tuesday night. Uh, so join me, uh, Sav, Kendall, uh, Samantha and Katie uh, and maybe somebody else. Alicia may join us as well. Um, we will be live on Tuesday night at half past seven. And then on Wednesday night, we, of course, will have myself and Liam. And then Thursday night, uh, it will see me and Super Mac and John Gibson. And then we'll be back as normal for the three amigos on Friday. So uh, plenty to look forward to this week. And uh, don't forget, if you do miss a show and you're out and about, walking the dog um, you can get us on Spotify and iTunes the only shows that aren't uploaded onto there are the match day lives because they're too long and probably too depressing for you to listen when you're out for a walk uh, there are a couple of shows to catch up with on the playlist please catch up with this one which we've just done tonight which is the uh, the strength in number stronger united uh, NUFC trust.co.uk talk with uh, the chair Greg uh, and a couple of other committee members Mark and uh, Adam, of course, who uh, is part of our Match Day Live and Worldwide team. So well worth a watch. The Trust did answer quite a lot of controversial questions and a few nice ones as well. Right. The final guest we have tonight is somebody who I had on my Instagram show when I started NUFC Matters Off. It was originally the Steve Ray show on Instagram. 
Um, and uh, I basically asked for up-and-coming artists, singers, uh, singer-songwriters, bands to come on and talk about what they were doing in the lockdown and give them a chance to, uh, to showcase their talents. Um, a young lad who reached out to us was a guy called Jace Campbell, and he's joined us tonight. Good evening, Jace. All right, guys. Good to see you, mate. Good to see you. So what have you been doing, Jace, since we spoke last year at the beginning of this pandemic? Because uh, you were, you, you know, your, your influences are, are obviously um, easy, to, easy to hear when people hear you talk. You're Manchester, you know, down the Manchester Road, the, uh, the, the Liams and the Knowles and that kind of thing. But what have you been doing since we last spoke? Um, I've just been in the studio. I went in the studio over summer with um, with Ben Robinson from Twisted Wheel. He's the drummer. Um, they're a band that have supported Liam Gallagher and um, Oasis. Went like back in the day, and they'd just come off a tour with Liam Gallagher as well before this pandemic. But um, I went in with him and Rory Birch, and got one of my original songs recorded. And um, all three of us produced it. Um, I played on the song Bar in the Drums which was courtesy of Ben and um, yeah it was mixed by Dean Glover I released it Friday and it's had great feedback so far Fantastic. So it's good to hear you're progressing, mate, and, and it's good to hear that you're actually, you know, you're making, you know, making some progress during the pandemic. Has that been difficult? Well, it's been a godsend, really, this pandemic, you know, like with social media and stuff, because that's all everyone can really do, can't they? they can, all they can do is go on social media or go to work. So, and when they're not at work, they're on social media. So I can share my song like mad and people hear it and listen to it. Uh, what's the plans now then? This this single comes out. We're all going to play the single to, like, to, to play out the show with. Um, what's the plans next for you? Um, basically, just keep pushing this song, keep promoting it, try and get the radios to play it, stuff like that. Um, and get ready to release the next single as, as well. Um, the artwork for this single was done by me and Daft Monkey. And the picture you see is in a subway in Collyhurst. And go and check Daft Monkey's stuff out as well. He does urban exploring in Manchester. Good stuff. Okay, so if people enjoy your music, where can they find the music and where can they, uh, where can they download it, mate? Um, they can stream it on Spotify. They can buy it from iTunes. They can stream it on Amazon Music. They can stream it from Deezer. It's on YouTube if they want to just go on there and listen to it. It's on basically every major platform there is. Good stuff. Well, if you want to follow uh, Jace on Twitter, there he is, at JaceCampbell03. I'll leave that up on the screen. Anything else you want to say, Jace, before we play out with your song? Um, I hope you all enjoy it. And thank you. Thank you, free for getting me on the show. It's a great yep. opportunity to share it. No problem, mate. Well, listen, you you take care of yourself and hopefully we'll be able to get you up to Newcastle to play a gig uh, once we get out of this pandemic. But uh, Pete, Chris, thanks for joining us tonight. Jace, thanks for coming on. And here is Jace's new single.
What did you think, lads? Boss. I like it. Good. I've just followed it on Spotify. Yeah, I, fantastic. I've, I've just added him on Twitter and I'm going to see if his stuff's on iTunes now. Um, yeah. I'm going to definitely get that song for sure. Very talented lad. Uh, lots of uh, positive uh, comments coming in about the show. Lots of people enjoyed it. Tom Dixon says it's a great tune, nice tune, a bit of a bring it on down feel to it. Uh, just lots of positive stuff. And uh, Stephen McMillan just says great show, lad. So we're glad you enjoyed it. Uh, I think we'll persevere with it. I think uh, we'll move this to a Monday, though, six till seven before ladies' night. Uh, but Pete, Chris, thanks for joining us. And uh, I will see you tomorrow night for uh, the Newcastle Arsenal game. Take care, mate. Thank you. Talking to myself again